I worship at Metro because of the power of God. I think we have to be authentic and come and give gratitude to him. We have to give thanksgiving to him. And when you come with your heart, God accept the uh, gratitude that you gave him. And I worship because of that, because God is awesome, is everlasting, is the one that always deserves all the honor and glory, and we give him all the adoration. This is the Metropolitan United Methodist Church Podcast. Would you pray with me? Lord, I now step behind the cross so that it is you who is seen and heard and not I. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer, amen. At some point in all of our lives, we are called by Christ to go. And in that call, we don't know where we're going. We don't know what it is that he wants us to do until we arrive at that appointed place. We never know when that call might come, but we should always be prepared and ready to go. In our lesson this morning, Jesus appoints 72 followers and he sends them out ahead of him to every town and place that he intends to go in the days ahead. He also gives them special instructions. He tells them that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. On the surface, it seems that Christ is just sending his followers out, commissioned with the task of preparing the people to meet, that they meet along the way, that Jesus is coming their way. It even sounds a little frightful to know that they're being sent into a den of wolves. Yet, they have to go. And as they go, they preach the good news to all that they encounter. Christ sends out his commissioned followers as creatures of peace, love, and gentleness into a dark and ugly world full of rejection and maybe even personal endangerment. And yet, they still go. What must we, we must not forget is that they're not going alone, but they're going with the Spirit of God which dwells deep within them and guides them on their journey. They have the power and the protection of Jesus Christ and they need to just trust and believe that all will be okay. However, this is not the first time that Jesus has sent out his followers. In the previous chapter, chapter 9 of, of Luke, the disciples were sent out and they were met 
by the rejection of the Samaritans because Jews and Samaritans did not get along. But that didn't discourage Jesus this time. It didn't stop him from sharing the good news that God is near simply because of one rejection. Jesus rebuked them and continued on to the next town. He remained hopeful that here in this next town, there would be someone eager to hear the message of the good news. When we look at today's lesson, Luke uses the words of Christ, which are filled with an attitude of hope and the expectation of success. That those whom he commissioned and sends out ahead of him will not only proclaim the kingdom of God, but will also be fruitful in their work. This hopeful and successful attitude is present with the understanding that there may be some who are turned away, but it should not stop you from the mission that you've been given. The mission proclaiming the message of the good news that Christ has come near. Jesus always goes forward with an attitude of hope and of promise that while the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few, workers will still be sent out into the harvest field and yield a plentiful harvest. This reminds me of a time spent at Peoples when I first returned to Detroit back in 05. The ministry team uh, gathered together and started a campaign called, Can We Pray For You? We got together with the leaders of the church, youth, and the pastor, and we walked the neighborhood a five by five block area surrounding the church, knocking on doors on a Friday afternoon in that neighborhood on Greenfield and Seven Mile, asking people if we could pray for them. Our harvest was fruitful. While some people turned us away, there were others that were welcoming, they opened their doors, and we even prayed for about 50 families that day, and two families with children joined the church. So you're talking about real experience of going into a world where, yeah, sometimes there is rejection. Sometimes people don't even answer the door. But we are all still called to go and proclaim the message of Christ. Christ knows that the world is hostile and that in spite of that knowledge, his workers go to each house with peace in their hearts. They're to approach the house with a certain slowness, slowness, not in a hurry, to deliver a message and then hurry and rush out. Instead, 
They are to enter a home with an attitude of hospitality and hope. And with the mindset that they will minister to the needs of those that they encounter in that home, no matter who they are. As followers of Christ, we, are, we all have been called. You are to offer the words of kindness, comfort, and healing to everyone that you encounter. And when needed, you should always be ready to listen when someone wants to speak. Have an open heart and offer words of encouragement to an individual or family who is currently suffering loneliness or loss of any kind. As followers of Christ, we are called to, to offer words of kindness, comfort, and be ready to do it whenever that call comes. But most of all, as workers in the harvest fields, we are to proclaim the kingdom of God has come near. We are called to convey God's message of hope and hospitality to each and every person that we meet. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe that when Jesus says that the harvest is plentiful, do you believe that? Do you believe that there are people out there right now in this community, in this city, in this tri-county area who not only need Jesus, but need to hear the word of Jesus? Do you believe that right now you have neighbors whose ears ache to hear this message that Jesus offers, one of love and peace and hope? Do you believe that? When you go out to proclaim the kingdom of God to people you encounter, what's your expectation? Is it positive? Will it be positive? Or have you given up hope proclaiming the good news to people in the community simply because you think the harvest is no longer plentiful? Have you let the thought of the wolves enter your head to make you turn back and just stay at home? Maybe you've come to believe that the world has become so big and so busy that no matter where you go or who you try to talk to, you won't be received. These are hard questions for all of us. I'm not here to judge you but here to spark a thought, make you ponder about your call to Christ and what you're doing in that call. And to let you know that you have Christ with you and his spirit within you on every call that you make as you go and preach the good news. Jesus ends the story by telling the newly commissioned followers, when you enter a town and are not welcomed, go into the streets of that and say, 
Even the dust of this town we wipe away from our feet as a warning to you. Yet be sure of this, the kingdom of God is near. So the message here is twofold. First, we are all laity and clergy alike, called and commissioned by our Lord to go out and proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. We're all ministers of the gospel, you and I and clergy. And we must not let God's call on our lives go unheeded. We must take our message to all the people we encounter. God calls us to therefore go. And we must go. Go with hospitality and peace in your hearts. Go with a certain confidence and expectation that your harvest will be plentiful. Second, as a community of faith, we cannot be exclusive about who or how many people come into our household. If we are not welcoming to those who come to hear the good news, whoever they are, wherever they come from, then we are just like the Jews of Antioch who, are, who have judged themselves to be unworthy of eternal life. We're called by God and commissioned by Christ to go and preach the gospel, preach the good news, preach the message of the Lord, to go north, south, east, and west into all the world. We're to get out of this building where we feel safe. We need to get into the streets of the city and proclaim God's message. That's what we're called to do, each of us. We're called to offer hope to men, women, and children, to baby boomers, to millennials, and yes, even to little boys you haven't seen in church in a long time. We are called, therefore, go. We're called to welcome our neighbors with open arms as we gather all into the beloved community, into one beautiful and diverse body of Christ. The harvest is plentiful, my friends, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest field. You have been called and you have been commissioned. Therefore, go. This, my friends, is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Metro UMC podcast. Please join us for worship at 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings or at 5 o'clock on Tuesdays for 5 o'clock rush. You can find more information at metroumc.org or on Facebook under Metropolitan United Methodist Church. Metropolitan United Methodist Church is a biblically-based, multicultural, diverse, Christ-centered congregation where everyone is welcome.
intro and outro music by the Marvin Jones Trio and their recording, I Remember You.